When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow. Mixed with tequila and wine. On an empty stomach. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. This podcast, you can find it every single day, Monday through Friday, 9.45 a.m. on Instagram and also Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Today on the show, it's Friday, so uh, one rant for the road. We'll get that going here in about the next uh, 15 to 20 or so minutes. Uh, Last night, hopefully you guys checked out, I told you I was going to be producing a live stream, which by the way, as I was thinking about it last night, live stream, probably one of the oldest and newest things on the planet, right? I mean, if you told my, if you told my grandfather I was going to go produce a live stream, he'd be like, yeah, I produce a live stream about five times a night, six, depending on how giddy your grandmother is. But if you tell, like the kids nowadays, I said, hey, I got to go produce a live stream. Some kid last night was like, uh, are you making porn? I was like, what the fuck, dude? What kind of weird, degenerate world are you living in? No, I got to go help somebody stream their product onto the internet, you weirdo. Uh, hopefully you guys checked it out. Tiffany Norton, the bitter baker. She crushed it last night. Here's the thing about some of those like in the moment live shows that people don't quite understand. Even though it might be like on a small scale, whether it's 30 people or 30,000, your nerves are exactly the same. It's weird. It's, it's, it's weird how that works like that. Even though it's got little repercussions, most people don't give a shit about the quality. They don't care about audio. They don't care about the video quality of any of this stuff. They basically, your nerves will always be the same. You are going to step out on stage in front of a room of 400 people or you're going to step out onto a stage in front of 30 and it's not going to matter. Your nerves, they equate it the same, you know? Uh, you lose a teddy bear when you're seven. Your brain physically feels the effects as it would if you were to lose a loved one later in life. It's crazy how that kind of works. But she last night had a, a couple of glasses of wine in her. It was nice and loose and funny. Great content. Kept the show moving. 40 minutes online, boom, you had yourself some sweet-ass brand-new uh, Christmas crack bars, which I know we're a little early on the Christmas, but nonetheless, it was a good live stream. And, uh, hey, man, you guys should check it out. I shared it on the Facebook, so if you get a chance, uh, hop on by and say hi to Tiffany Norton. Last night, hopefully you guys had a good night. Say hi to some people. What's up, Lori? Nice to see you. Hi, Amanda. Auntie Reedy. What's up, Gretchen? Uh, Mira, good morning to you. Char, Tara, Wyatt. How is everybody? Good to see everybody today. Hopefully you're all doing very well. Getting ready to rock into the weekend. Uh, a couple of shows. We'll take care of some business real quick. If you're going to be uh, in the Roseville area, October 22nd, I'll be at the Hogs Breath with Andrew Whiteliner and Tommy Thompson, guy I've known for a long time. 
Uh, very funny. Make sure you reserve tables. Tables are definitely going to go. I know a few people have already reserved who listen to the show, so thank you guys very much for doing that. But uh, just find the event. I believe it's on my Facebook. Or I'll share it. I'll make sure it goes out today. And uh, reserve a table because that show is definitely going to sell out. Coming up next Friday, I'm going to be at Sisyphus Brewing doing a uh, quick set in front of my guy, Joey Hamburger, who's uh, going to be recording a show that night. I'll be giving him a hand. Coming up October 9th, I'll be at City Winery in New York City along with Jesse May Peluso and Carly Aquilino. And then November 18th, Grantsburg, Wisconsin. Back to the cheese. Heading back to Wisconsin on that Thursday night. I don't know anything about this place. A friend of mine asked if I would do it. And uh, if he's going to give me 20 minutes in the middle of nowhere, God damn it, that's what you do. You take 20 minutes in the middle of nowhere sometimes. Uh, last night, not in the middle of nowhere, in St. Paul, I hustled over and headlined the Can Can Wonderland show last night, which uh, was such a phenomenal place. If you've not done Can Can Wonderland, it should be on everybody's top seven places to go check out when you're in the cities you know all the tourists come and they do the bullshit of the mall of america and that stupid fucking cherry on the spoon fuck all that go to can can wonderland if you got family coming to town take them to can can don't mess around with any of the touristy traps don't go fucking see grand avenue don't don't go see the cathedral that's where everybody goes don't go to that shit can that don't go see okay mini haha falls is kind of cool but there's so many other better places to go check out. Don't waste your goddamn time. Just go right to camp. Take the kids. Grab the family. There's shit to do for everybody. Old school pinball machines. They got the best mini putt-putt. Uh, tons of great drinks. Decor. Shit, man. That place is great. And uh, my friend Elise Cole runs that room. So uh, bopped over there last night and uh, closed it out. Great show. Oh, everybody was having a fun time. And it was interactive. And, you know... Jokes were flowing, tried a bunch of new shit out on people, and it all worked. Yeah, I'm sure next time when I get it up on its feet in front of people that ain't half drunk at 10 p.m., it's going to bomb. But nonetheless, at least in that moment, most of it worked. So, yeah, it uh, it was fun. And uh, it's nice when, like, you get those moments on stage because half the time, you know, you're fucking hustling because they're like, dude, you got seven minutes, you got to run. So when you get 20... You can really just let shit breathe. Walk around the stage a little bit, grab your glass, hang out, talk to some people. There was a gal in the crowd last night that was in from California who had uh, her and her boyfriend were doing like a long distance thing after they graduated college. And it's fun to like sit and bullshit a little bit, man. That's great. Yep. So, yeah, I'm a big fan. It was uh, it was great. Last night was a, a blast. And hopefully we, you guys go check out Can Can. Because well, I think we went there when it first opened a few years ago. And just thought, man, this this is the this is the spot. Everything you want. They got booze. They got video games. They got pinball. They got all sorts of shit. Great staff. Good people. You know, they got that self pour. You don't have to wait on a beer. You just go over. You give your six bucks. They got a bunch of tabs. You walk through. You fill your own drinks. They figured it out over there at Can Can Wonderland. Uh, I am a uh, I'm a giant fan. Also, speaking of giant fans, did you guys hear? Huh? Huh? The stage is set. My Milwaukee Brewers starting next Friday. Taking on them crummy Braves. Them crummy Atlanta Braves. Get out of here with your tomahawk chop. Chop yourself in the foot, Atlanta. Pound sand. It's my favorite time of sports, man. God damn, I love playoff baseball. I like it a little bit more when the team I root for is in the playoffs, but 
There's not seriously. I heard a guy one time say uh, the NHL season should be six weeks of regular season games and then seven months of playoffs. And I'd be like, I'm in. Playoff hockey is great to watch. Playoff baseball so much better. Fucking dude, middle of July. Who wants to go sit and watch the goddamn Twins game in the sweltering heat when there's nothing on the line? <clears throat> Nobody. It sucks. No thanks. Uh, Elara, nice to see you. Thanks for stopping by. What's up? Is this uh, Benji? Am I seeing that, Benji? Apollo the Wonder... We'll just say Benji. Benji, nice to see you. Thanks for stopping by. What's up, BJ? How are you, buddy? AA, what's up? Haley, look at all you guys stopping by this morning. I certainly appreciate yeah so i'll be watching baseball uh next so next friday is when the first game goes down i'll be at sisyphus brewing kind of checking in on the game as the night goes on and then next game will be sunday but i'll be in new york and the day after uh kicking it i'm going straight up townie bar on monday night in new york you got the braves you got uh the brewers i'm finding some total shithole i want a guy who's got suspenders and a handlebar mustache Who's making two finger whiskey drinks? I want that's my New York experience. <clears throat> I'll go see some of the touristy shit. I think I'm staying right down the street from the Empire State Building. I will be uh, not too far from Ground Zero. I'll go check out the shit. It, that's fine. I'll see it. You gotta go and do it while you're in town. But man, I I want that straight up New York experience. I want a guy to do that where he takes the hand and he rubs it under the chin at you. That's, I want that. I want a mobster to tell me I might sleep with the fishes. This, that's my New York experience. I want all of it. I want to go up onto the observation deck of the Empire State Building. I want Meg Ryan to run out. We embrace. We have our sleepless in Seattle moment. I want, I want a giant tidal wave to take down the Statue of Liberty. I want all of it. Give me all that New York has to offer. I want to see Jerry Seinfeld driving around with another comedian in a car while getting coffee. Give it to me, New York! If I don't see Muppets taking down Manhattan, I'm going to be very upset. I don't want none of that. No! I want to see a Big Apple in the Big Apple. What is my New York experience going to be like? It's up to me to make this thing happen. I'm not going to go and just sit on my... I want to find a guy who's got a thick Irish accent who's got suspenders, who's got the little tiny golf hat. He's probably got a Scottish Terrier underneath the bar, but a baseball bat back there in case anybody gets out of hand. I want somebody to say, how you doing? I want to get something from Cat's Deli. I need a hoagie. Somebody get me some fucking, a bagel with locks. I want it all. I want a giant slice of pizza from a... New York-style restaurant like Sbarro's. Thank you, Michael Scott. That is my New York experience. I don't know where I'm going with all this. CBGB! That's what I want. I want CBGB. I want to run to, I want to go see the Seinfeld apartment. You find me Cosmos Kramer. Like I said, if I don't see a pig roller skating through Central Park, I'm going to be very upset. At some point... While I'm strutting down the street, if I don't hear the sounds of Ace Freely, if I don't hear that iconic guitar lick about being back in the New York groove, I'll be super upset. I want to be able to fly in. I want to see Regis. I want him to yell at me, Gilman! 
Gilman! If I don't see somebody from fucking Good Morning America sipping on a coffee and telling an intern to go grab its fucking dry cleaning, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> um, anyway, I don't know where all that came from, but I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a hell of a show. I'm so looking forward to it. October 9th, City Winery. Comedy and booze all in the same place. And we're going to be shooting a bunch of stuff with Jesse Mae Peluso and Carly and fuck, dude. What a cool time, man. What a cool time. Back in the New York group. You guys know this song? I hope so. I can't tell you how many bonfires I sat around with a bunch of, you know, a bunch of degenerate dudes while lighting pallets on fire and listening to Kiss. Meanwhile, there's like a bunch of other dudes that are like 30 years older than us, also sitting around a fire listening to Kiss, going, these fucking kids don't know anything about Kiss. I always hate when people do that move where they'll go, uh, you like, you wear a t-shirt of a band you like, and then they go, oh, you're a big fan, huh? Why, you like Kiss? Huh? Yeah, what was their third record? Huh? What was their third record? And you're like, oh, shut the fuck up, dude. All right, I know like nine songs, and they're all pretty decent. I could not be wearing a Kiss t-shirt. I could not be promoting the band that you like. Also, pretty mediocre when it comes to songwriting, too. I mean, if anything, the gimmick, somebody did write to me the other day. You guys know I've been posting those photos of all the shoes that I've been seeing around Richfield. Here, I'll actually share with you if I can find it. Um, Yeah, there we go. So if you're watching the Instagram live, you'll get that. So that pair of shoes, I've seen them on the sidewalk in Richfield now for the last couple of days. They're just hanging out. They were sporadically strewn about, and then somebody went and paired them up together. And somebody said, oh, man, Gene Simmons must have had a rough night, which, uh, which I thought, yeah, you're right, man. Forget about those guys that sort of rock the, the giant stilettos. Like, that was such a thing back in the day. I heard somebody the other day talk about, not that, you, you know, here's the thing I don't like about, um, uh, people can't separate the artist from the art. That's the thing I, I don't like. I'm not a big fan of Ted Nugent's fucking politics, but God damn it. You throw on Fred Bear on the way up to deer hunting, man. I'm jamming. You put on cat scratch fever. It's a fucking jam, dude. I don't listen. I can separate all that. I don't know why people have such a hard time with it. I don't care about the politics. Now, if somebody goes out and does something absolutely horrendous, I have a little bit of a tougher time with it and I get it as most people I hope should like it's awful. But for the most part, eh, if you write a good hook or you can dance, I'm in. Whatever, man. I'm in. I had a conversation yesterday with uh, with a client who uh, works with another comedian in town. And she basically was talking about uh, Louis C.K. And I said, listen, I'm one of the few guys in like my circle that can step away from what uh, happened with that guy and just be able to enjoy the jokes. Would it be great if he never brought it up ever again? Sure. I know it feels a little weird, especially for victims, you know, that had that happen to him. But let's not forget, man, this isn't, what am I supposed to do? Never watch a Harvey Weinstein movie ever again? I mean, fuck, man, Goodwill Hunting's great. All that Tarantino stuff, I'm not giving it up. Uh, Jamie, I feel the same way about the way I like Kevin Spacey, despite what went down with him. Kevin Spacey's a little bit different. And the reason being is Kevin Spacey 
when all that started coming out, it felt like, I don't know if this is, I don't know if all this is true. Like when I heard the Jesse Smollett story the first time, everybody I worked with was like, this is, this is preposterous. How could they treat somebody this way? I went, that fucking story is bullshit. And everyone went, oh, oh, dare you. A man was attacked while getting a hoagie outside of a subway. I said, how many people you know walk around with nooses? Have you ever heard anybody say this is mega country? Have you ever, if you're going to attack somebody, you just beat the shit out of them. You don't put a noose around their neck and then make them get on their knees. I'm like, this, this story is bullshit. And I felt the same way about Kevin Spacey. And when the Kevin Spacey thing came out and they started kind of like the, the guy who was involved with all that, he kind of took back, he, they dropped the charges. He kind of took back his statement. He didn't say much after that. I was like, okay, all right. Now we, now I understand what this is all about. Kind of a money grab, but unfortunately, like we've already come past the point with Kevin Spacey where we're like, we ain't going back, dude. Yeah. We're sorry. You had a chance. I can't do it. So I don't know. I, I miss the guy because he was so good. I mean, so good. So good. There were so many great movies that guy was a part of. So many great, like, I mean, the SNL alone. Ah, oh, Christ. Now I got to look it up. All right. So the, uh, uh, the SNL, let's see, Kevin Spacey. When Kevin Spacey is Christopher Walken auditioning for the role of Han Solo. Holy shit. It is like classic. It's so classic. And we're now not allowed to ever do the same. We, we're not allowed to, to you know, enjoy what that guy once was. Uh, let's see if I can find this video here for a second. In the meantime, let's read a, a comment. Jamie and Bill Cosby. I like a stand-up from way back, but I do feel slightly shady. In, yeah, that one. that is the one guy that I'm like, all right, dude, you know what? Um, and maybe the reason is because of like how it was all handled and how – he was such an imposter for so long and how we all thought, oh man, this guy is, he's the guy. He's our guy. He's our guy. You know, he's America's dad. And then come to find out all the terrible shit that he did and how he just essentially never said, a, a, like basically said, ah, all these gals are liars and they're whores and they're just trying to get money out of me. And then his wife should go on top of it. And then the fact that fucking he goes to bat for R. Kelly. You know you're a piece of shit when Bill Cosby is going to bat for you. All right, here's that. Christopher Walken. Is this it? Oh, come on, guys. The goddamn ads. The fucking ads, you guys. Unbelievable. Okay, right. screen test. Okay, Chris, whenever you're ready. I'm captain of the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Chewie here tells me you're looking for passage to the Alderaan system. <laughs> yes, indeed. If it's a fast ship. <laughs> fast ship? You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> it's the ship that made the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs. She's fast enough for you, old man. That sucked. <laughs> it's classic. And we're not allowed to love it ever again. That's what sucks. Uh, Jamie, if someone would ever come out about Tom Hanks, I would still never quit loving him. That's the, that's the one guy. That is the, that's the one guy on the Mount Rushmore of good dudes that you can stand by. You'll never get any dirt on. I feel like him, Nick Offerman, Brian Cranston, and back in the day, I had 
Al Franken up there. I thought that guy will never, you'll never get dirt on that guy. He's a sweet man. And then trust me, what he did and like what they railroaded him for. I'm like, oh, come on, you guys. Jesus Christ. He was just having some fun. He's a comedian. First off, he's a comedian, right? He's a, he's a, he's a comedian. He's a good dude. We love him. He's funny. All the great times he's had, not only on Saturday Night Live, but also in politics. And the way he, he was very Jon Stewart-esque sometimes. Like, well, I get that he was on the left side of the table, but the way he kind of handled himself around other people, he wasn't one of these dudes that was like out for blood. And that's what I liked about him. So, uh, Jamie says, John Goodman, put him on there. Yeah. Yeah, he's another one. Hopefully, like, none of that stuff. And I get everybody's got stuff in their closets. Everybody's got stuff they don't want people to find out about. Everyone's got those deep, dark secrets. Everybody's done some shady shit. But at least, you know, for the most part, if you can be 97% okay, you know? I mean, we give such passes. I I know I I do a a bit where I'm like, you know, remember back in the day when you had a tattoo and your parents would be like, oh my God, you're never going to get a job. And now Costco's like, yeah, we'll let you have up to three gangbang videos online. Because it's true. You know, we're very non-judgmental nowadays when it comes to people. You can fucking do basically whatever you want. Oh, my God. What? You mean that soccer mom is showing her body on OnlyFans? How dare you shame her? She's just trying to make a living by showing her snatch to everybody on OnlyFans for $5 a month. How dare you? How dare you? She makes amazing lemon bars for the PTA. She's got a beautiful cooter. And those tits ain't going to stay up long. Trust me. How dare you judge her? OnlyFans backslash dot com slash soccer moms aplenty. I don't know if that's an actual thing. All right. Should we probably get to uh, one rant for the road, which I had the random word generator up for a second, but then I lost track on that Kevin Spacey deal, which man, go back and find that dude. Go back and find all of those. Um, Oh, this is what I wanted to bring up. I'm glad I saw it. Okay, so I made a mention the other day about being late to the party on everything. What the fuck is this? That is not what I'm looking for. Is this? This has got to be it. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. Okay, so I made a comment the other day about being late to the party on everything. On movies, on bands, you know. Everything feels like I'm just never on board. And finally, finally... Because I'm out of shows, I got nothing left to watch. I finally started watching The Sopranos. I tried doing The Wire when everybody goes, oh my, The Wire? The Wire's a mate. You gotta watch The Wire. You gotta watch it. And I start watching it and I got two episodes in and went, fucking can't. Just can't. I couldn't do it. I don't know. It was, and I was bored. I was so bored with it. So bored with it. And I don't know if it's just because like there wasn't like any good B and C storylines. I don't know what it was, but I just couldn't do it. So now that uh, Loudermilk is done and not coming back for another like year or so, and since I don't have Ted Lasso on Apple Plus, I thought, all right, we're going to dive into The Sopranos. I'm three quarters of the way through the first season. Now, I watched like the last probably like seven episodes. And of course, that ending with that stupid ass journey, Don't Stop Believing. Ugh, frustrating. But nonetheless, I finally started getting on board with The Sopranos. Dude, it is fuck, it is so good. I get what people have been talking about for years now. Gandolfini, uh, that relationship with him and Chris right away in the beginning. 
you know, his uncle Junior, and you're like, is he, you know, will he, won't he try to take him down? Like, oh my God, there's so much good shit. And the camera movement from back in the day, man, the camera movement from back in the day, the way that they would, there was such a, I don't know, um, a lack of it before this show. A lot of times it was just like, well, we're just going to park the camera right here and there'll be just a little bit. But the way the camera moved in The Sopranos, there was all these like beautiful sweeping shots. These guys would be in a warehouse and the camera would be moving, you know, through the guys who are standing around in the circle, sitting around chatting it up. I don't know what it was. There was something about it that I just, I really thought, uh, oh shit, did you guys lose audio? Are you kidding me? Is it all gone? All gone. Like all gone? You can't hear anything? God damn it. I'm so fucking, dude, I'm so over the fact that... Here's the thing that they kind of got you by the nuts about is I've tried really hard. Is it all gone? Is it all gone? Are you guys, can you hear me now? I've tried really hard to like fucking pound it into people. Dude, don't call or text or email in between the times of... 9.45, and whenever the fuck it is that I tell you it's okay. You guys should be able to hear me now, I imagine. I hope, anyway. But you do all the things, you set it up, do not disturb, all that shit, and it doesn't, it just doesn't matter. Everything you try to do, fucking, you'll never, ever, ever beat the fact that nobody will leave you the fuck alone for 30 minutes between 9.45 and 10.15. It's frustrating. God damn it. All right. I'm going to restart this uh, since nobody can hear what's going on. It sucks when that happens, man. It sucks when that happens. You get so frustrated about it. And I've asked people many times, could you please not fucking call and text? We're trying to run the live. The the thing is, they kind of got you by the nuts when it comes to this fucking live bit is you can't get away from it. Seriously, if I had mobsters on my back, I would send them to go fucking find everybody who calls in between. I, I put the phone on do not disturb. Why is it such a goddamn pain in the ass for people to understand? Don't fucking disturb. And why is the phone allowing people to call through? And this is why they have those buttons. Do not disturb. Motherfuckers. I put it on there so shit like this doesn't happen. And yet these assholes, every time you hit that stupid fucking moon on your phone and you're like, hey. Don't fucking just the, the do not disturb. Why is that such a fucking problem? We do it with everything else. There's emails you can fucking do it. If you want to schedule out an email to go out the last time 10 p.m. on a Friday and not have you fucking be connected again until Monday, you can set all that shit up. Why does Apple have it where you fucking hit the do not disturb and people still disturb you? It happens constantly. And I've told everybody, the person who just fucking called, I've said nine times, don't fucking call between 9.45 and 10.15. You call every time in the middle of it and it fucks up the live ad. Stream. Stream ad. It fucks it up and I've asked you to not do it. And why are we back here again? Why? Why do we keep having to go around in circles? Every time I've said don't call between 9.45 and 10.15. Fuck, you're not in a different time zone. You're down the street. How is it that you are not allowed to... Don't you look at the fucking watch? Ah! Um, it's supposed to be only... It's supposed to only allow your favorites to be able to call you. Yeah, 
Person is not on my favorites list. What the shit? Ah, I know people are, you know, commenting. It's okay. It's totally fine. Don't worry about it. I, it drives me crazy. It, it drives, because you set, you do all this shit in advance to make sure that nothing terrible happens. And then, you know what though? It's a, it's a sign. Because as I'm sitting here trying to get this thing together, for some reason, YouTube just started playing Paul Simon, You Can Call Me Al. Which, this song. Tell me you got, you have to be able to dig this, right? Chevy Chase, dude, this video's great. Olena, because people don't listen. They tend to do whatever the fuck they want. We have a cutoff for end of the month and people keep submitting their stuff after the cutoff. Yeah, it's awful. It's awful that people don't listen to that, man. That's, I hate it. God, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate everything about it. Drives me bananas. <sighs> sure, we all know it's not your fault. No, I know it is. But I, but I, they give you these options and then you click on the options and then they're like, no, sorry. You know, it'd be like, uh, it'd be like, hey, calling up, you know, the fucking Holiday Inn. Hey, I need a room, two queen beds. And they're like, absolutely no problem. And then you get there and they're like, hey, can I have my room with two queen beds? And they're like, absolutely no problem. And then you walk into the room and it's one single fucking twin bed. It's just filled with nothing but like hard pillows and spikes. A bunch of stains and no mints on the pillow. What the fuck? Jesus. Uh, Alina, I love Paul Simon. His songs are several of the alarms on my phone. Oh my God, dude. Oh, listen to that. Piccolo? Is a diminutive man playing a piccolo. How can't you love that? Chevy Chase doing the knee knocking move and then doing the trumpet. Oh my God. Everything about this song, the video, the, the context of it. Here's the thing. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. I refuse to learn all of the lyrics. I refuse. Because I'm afraid that if I go in and I listen to the song and I listen to it lyrically, I'm going to go, yeah, you know what? Not a fan. Not a fan. I'm not going to do it. But I love everything about it. I know the... Uh, you can call me Betty. Call, I'm sorry. I'm just enamored with them. All right. We should probably get to uh, one rant for the road, huh? At some point today, I know I've been talking about it now for a while, although I did just goddamn go off for about 15 minutes. But nonetheless, man, you make promises to people, you're going to have to at least somewhat try to keep them. Oh, now you're just being crazy. And now, now, one rant for the road. One rant for the road. Shut up, you're drunk. All right, one rant for the road. Here we go. Hit the button. Random word brings up application. Application. All right. As I mentioned earlier today, the application used to be the thing that would get you in the door that you lied about. Remember when we used to have shame? Remember when there used to be moments when people would have to fill out an application and they'd be like, why were, Why did you leave your last job? And people just went, um, you know, oh, I just decided to leave because I was looking for new adventures in life. That's not what happened. You got busted stealing a bunch of tomatoes out of the back room, and then you banged the manager's daughter. That's what happened. You told a bunch of customers to fuck off, 
you know, and then you drove your vehicle through the front pane glass. Of the, listen, remember shame? Shame used to be that thing. We all lied about it. Now everybody's super honest. I just wasn't getting along with the manager. And that's another thing, too. Everybody puts down their truth on the application. Oh, it was the manager's fault. The manager didn't like me. The manager wants to make money. That's what they want to do. Do you think they would keep you around if you thought you were a moron? No. So if you prove that you're incompetent and that you can't do your job well, you're going to get fucking bounced. That's how it happens. Lie on your applications again. I'm tired of people being so honest about shit. Uh, listen, you know, every day, like, uh, after my four hours before I take my break, uh, I'm, I'm not going to be able to come. I need an hour break because my therapist says that I need to be able to go to my Zen spot. And without it, I, I might have a, an anxiety attack. It's like, could you just fucking lie to get this job? Stop asking for, you know, special treatment all the time. Just tell me that you're going to be here. You're going to take your 15 minutes. And then once you get in the door, then we'll try to figure it out. But I, I'm... Fill out an application, man. Applications used to be that thing. Remember, you'd go out and you would collect hundreds of them. I miss that pounding the pavement to get the application. Like when I moved down to Mankato, you had to physically drive to every place you wanted a job. Fill out an application, leave it, pray to God they would call you back. Then they'd call you back. You'd go in, you'd blow the fucking interview, but it didn't matter because they're like, we just need a warm body. And then you take a job at Hot Topic for six months. Now you just fill out shit online. You sit around in your pajamas. I don't like that. I think we should get rid of the online application. I'm not a big fan of people who are delivering all their groceries and shit. There's a sense of accomplishment. I know it sucks. I know it sucks, but subconsciously your body's like, dude, you went and did this thing that you had to do, even though you didn't want to do it. Nobody wants to go to the grocery store after an eight hour workday, but you do it because you have to. And I feel like the same with the application. If a, if a guy who runs a business goes, dude, I want an employee that shows up to get the application. I meet that person face to face. None of this bullshit online stuff. Anybody can go in and just like fill out something online in your PJs, drinking a cup of coffee. That's garbage. I want you to get your, dude, if you're going to go to eat fast food, don't use the drive-thru. It's the same thing. If you're going to go in and pound 2,800 calories of shit, at least have the decency to get out of your car and walk inside. Get your bag of food and then go back in. I, I, I don't know. That should be the new application process. You guys want to start bringing back a little bit of like homegrown ethics? You want to get people off their asses? None of this garbage about like just fill out our online application. No, 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 bullshit. No, no, no. I want, I want you to physically put on some decent clothes, drive your ass down here, grab an application. We can meet face to face. I will hand it to you. Here's a pen. Go sit in the corner and fill it out. I'll give you the goddamn clipboard. I'll turn around and give you... Remember that old school move? Guy would turn around and give you his back so you had like a sturdy structure to write on. I miss those days. I miss them. Um, Let's see. Jamie, were the tomatoes involved in the banging? It could be. I mean, I'm not going to say no. Uh, Scooter, it's called a reasonable accommodation and it's for the birds. I agree. That's bullshit. None of this garbage. All these Get your ass up. I don't like the fact that we have gotten to this point, man, where everything is pizzas. Sure. You want to deliver pizzas? Fine. That kind of like that started out the that was like the original delivery. 
But there was something about like getting your ass up with your buddies and heading down to Taco Bell and getting a six pack and a pound out of Taco John's or whatever it was that it was enjoyable. Enough of this garbage of people with the fucking DoorDash and all that stuff. Get your ass up and go get it. You want a job? Go walk in. When I was trying to get on with uh, a couple of uh, ad agencies, I just walked down there. I'm like, dude, here's my shit. I, I want in. And that got you in the door much faster than any asshole that could fill out something online. It's ridiculous. I don't like it. Teach your kids to go out and get an application. None of this, hey, we're Wendy's and we're hiring. Hop on our website, wendys.com slash hire now. Bullshit. Walk in. Get an application. Touch some flesh. Inappropriately, if need be. But seriously, man, like, I don't get why it's such a big deal. Why people don't go out and do that more. Walk into a building. That's every job I ever got in radio. It's because I showed up. I got hired at 95.7 The Rock in La Crosse, Wisconsin, because I did not stop bugging the program director. And one day I called that dude and said, hey, man, I'm standing in your front office. You got time. You got 10 minutes. And he went, fuck. (sighs) Yes, I guess. And he went and we sat and we fucking had a nice conversation. And then a week later, he gave me a part time job on the weekends. And then after that, the fucking rest is history. And that's how you do it. None of this garbage about online applications and keeping your fingers crossed. Fucking go make it happen. I don't like it. Anyway, find this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Stitcher. And every day at 9.45 a.m. it goes live on Instagram. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. Once again, thank you for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Wrong button. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.